Canada's solid labor market slowed down a bit in June after a strong run. The economy shed 2,200 jobs last month, that according to the latest statistics from StatsCan, and the unemployment rate rose to 5.5% after hitting a four-decade low of 5.4% back in May. And for more on this, now we're joined by Sheila Block, senior economist for the Canadian Centre for Policy Alternatives. She joins us here on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. Sheila, good afternoon. Thanks so much for joining us. Good afternoon. Uh, Let's uh, read into these numbers a a little bit here. As I just mentioned, the economy has, particularly when it comes to jobs, been on a really uh, nice run here. So uh, how surprising were these numbers in June that we shed just over 2,000 jobs? So those numbers weren't surprising at all. Um, You know, 2,000 jobs on a base of 19 million people who are employed in Canada is is a very small amount. And what it's showing us is that there's really still continued strength in the labor market in Canada. Yeah, what what is driving that strength, Sheila? Um, a lot of that strength is being driven by domestic demand here. We're seeing that there's a increase in consumption here and exports actually have been moving up a little bit as well. Okay, and uh, because, you know, we've been talking about the education file on and off over the last uh, couple of weeks here, and we keep hearing from the new education minister that there seems to be a real skills mismatch uh, when it comes to uh, what employers want and need and uh, what uh, people are are learning in in school. But uh, having said that, uh, again, we've got a pretty strong job market here. Yeah, absolutely. As you mentioned, we saw a little bit of a drop in employment, really below the standard error. But all the other indicators... uh, for that month were very strong. And so what we saw was we saw an increase in full-time work and a little bit of a decrease in part-time work. And you know that it really takes full-time work to be able to support yourself and support a family. We also saw um, an increase in wages um, over the previous year to a 3.8% increase in wages, which is the highest that we've seen over a year. And what And when we look at the unemployment rate, it edged up a little bit, but that's just because more people were looking for work. And I think that happens when you see that there's a lot of job creation. Some people who, what we we call them discouraged workers, and Mm -hmm. that they would like to look for work, but they'd like to work, but they haven't had much success seeing what's going on. They moved back into the labor market. So there's really, we saw an increase in private sector employment and public sector employment. So they're really was no negatives there, except that rather than calling it a loss, I'd really say that employment held um, in June. So pretty much so good news all around on that one. Yeah, and as you uh, mentioned, that was my next question was, uh, you know, it's one thing to uh, say, oh, we uh, grew by this uh, percentage or this many jobs from month to month to month in uh, 2019, but uh, then you got to dig into the facts a little more and look at what kind of jobs those were, and for the most part, uh, these are uh, so-called well-paying jobs, full-time jobs. That the uh, These are jobs that a lot of Canadians uh, actively pursue and are after. Well, it did tell us that they were full-time jobs, but it didn't tell us that much about the quality of jobs. And so for for the purposes of um, uh, of the labor force survey, uh, you could be driving for Uber full-time or you could be working uh, in a bank tower downtown. Both of those would be classified as full-time employment. So I think we have to dig a little bit deeper than that to see what is the job quality and and how... Um, how well people are actually doing. So these are just kind of the headline numbers. Some positive indicators, as you said, in terms of full-time employment, 
and also in terms of the, the rise in wages, but it doesn't tell us the distribution. It doesn't tell us that every single person is doing that well. And despite the fact the economy shed just over 2,000 jobs uh, last month, uh, we're at 5.5% unemployment. That is still hovering right around uh, what is a four-decade uh, low when it comes to uh, unemployment. That, that's that's a pretty staggering uh, number, pretty pretty encouraging number. Yeah, it absolutely is. So that last month it reached a low uh, of 5.4%, um, which was the lowest since 1976, since they started collecting this data. Um, so that tells us that... Um, you know, that the economy is really kind of uh, operating on all of its cylinders and that um, we really need to move away in some ways from those overall numbers that say is employment up, is employment down, and really look at the quality of those jobs. So do those jobs have benefits? Do people in those jobs have a pension? Do they have predictability in their hours? And what is that distribution of those increases? We really need to move beyond those headline numbers to look at the, the quality of jobs, I think. Yeah, all good and important questions. And uh, just finally, I think uh, the other question a lot of folks have, uh, it's been a really good year so far when it comes to uh, jobs, again, despite that little downtick uh, last month, the uh, month of June. Uh, what is the uh, prognosis for the rest of the year, six months, a uh, year or two uh, from now? Are we still uh, trending pretty good when it comes to jobs in this country? Well, I think the demographics are behind us, right, in terms of we have an aging workforce, and so in terms of unemployment, those things are looking good. We have had one of the longest periods without a recession that I believe uh, on one of our historical records, so I think we really need to watch out and see, you know, when we do have that downturn, because economies always go up and they go down, um, how are people positioned um, in terms of actually being uh, having enough security to weather some kind of a recession? All right. Sheila Block, Senior Economist with the Canadian Centre for Policy Alternatives. Sheila, thanks for helping us uh, dig a little further uh, beyond the headline and into some of these numbers and break them down for us. Thanks so much for having me.